0: Do you ever feel like family life is super stressful? <laughs> I, I'm not going to speak for you, but I will speak for myself that there are many days that that maybe even start out with, you know, the birds chirping and the energy is there and we're all in good moods. And by the time I'm putting the kids to bed, I'm feeling stressed out. And that's just a normal day of family life. Now, thankfully, it's not every day of family life, but it can pop up even at the most unexpected moments. And that doesn't even consider the reality that every family goes through seasons of life that are simply more stressful. We all go through seasons where we're starting a new job, or we just bought a new house and we're moving, someone is sick, something's going on, and our baseline level of stress rises. And that just means those day-to-day normal stressful moments that pop up are going to be even more powerful and I think that I am particular, particularly thinking about stress right now because um, this is the beginning of May, just May 2022, and my husband is a teacher. And so May is a very, it's just a very busy and stressful month for us. It has been every year that he's a teacher, there's always a lot of extra stuff, the grading and graduation and all these extra events that are going on, let alone graduation parties for all the kids, you know, yeah, you're leading into summer. And in theory, you can look ahead and take a sigh of relief and know that there's a break coming up. Um, But we've had enough summer vacations now that if yours are anything like ours, they're not usually quite as restful as you think they will be. So my friend, whether you are struggling with those kind of randomly stressful days that pop up for all of us in family life, or you are entering a season of stress, um, like I personally am about to do, (laughs) it's really kind of just kicking off. Either way, I know that our conversation today will be really helpful for you. Because stress has a way of making us more, more irritable, more angry, less fun, less spontaneous. We just don't handle our emotions, conflict, all those other things quite as well as we might on maybe a more normal day, a happier day, a calmer day, a more peaceful day. But we can handle the stress, the day-to-day stress, and the seasons of stress in a way that helps us stay calm, and helps us maintain a peaceful home, even though we don't, we don't always have control over the things that are stressing us out. We do have control over how we approach our response to the stressful trigger or situation or event, as well as how we structure and guide and manage our family and our home life through the season of stress. So I know our conversation today is going to be really helpful. We have a six step process that we will walk through and you will walk away, maybe still feeling a little stressed. I'm not going to lie. That is probably still going to be a reality of life, but you will have some really helpful tools and ideas, some really practical action steps to manage that stress in a way that helps you stay calm, maintain peace, and ultimately live by grace, even through these stressful seasons. So my friend, this is episode 77 of the Love Your People Well podcast. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives I'm Jess and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. As we jump into this conversation today about stress or, or maybe more specifically about ways to manage stress so that we can handle it well, um, let me jump off with my usual disclaimer. I am a licensed therapist in the state of South Carolina, but um, this podcast is not therapy. Um, the resources we offer through loveyourpeoplewell.com, those are not personal or professional advice for you. Um, But please remember, we do always have a link at the bottom of your podcast description for this episode where you can find um, some previous episodes about mental health and some ideas about how to get connected with a great counselor, if that is something you think would be helpful for you. That's always particularly important to note when we're talking about things like stress, anger management, um, you know, all of the not so fun emotions that can come up during these really difficult seasons of life. And um, if you've listened to the podcast before, you probably know, maybe you've noticed that I always like to offer a few additional resources because if our topic today is particularly meaningful for you, it's really hitting a button, it's hitting home for you, I want to make sure that you have some resources that you can walk away with, not just the ideas we're going to talk about today. Although I do expect and hope that those are helpful and um, practical for you, but some lingering tangible, really, I'm a visual person. I like to have a handout, a worksheet, something in front of me. So I want to give you those resources as well. And so I have two particular ones that I want to highlight. Um, One is our totally free 51 self-care ideas list. One of the things we will talk about in our conversation today is the importance of self-care and actually fitting it in, even when life is crazy and overwhelming. And so that free list of 51 ideas uh, might be really helpful. The link there is loveyourpeoplewell.com forward (laughs) slash self-care. And all the links, of course, are in the show notes for today. And then we also have a devotional, a 40-day devotional on anger and emotional control which might be really helpful for you, um, especially if you're going into or in the middle of a season of stress, where those emotions, you know, you might handle them well for a day or two or five or a week, but then they tend to drain. We start running on empty. And so if that is you, if that's ever been you, this devotional on um, emotional control might be really helpful. And uh, that link is in the show notes as well. All of this is at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 077. When I talk about the show notes, there's always like a blog style of what we're going to talk about today, as well as links to a ton of helpful resources, including the self-care ideas list and our devotional on anger and emotional control. Um, I do also have actually an Etsy shop with some really, really like cheap, simple, practical tools for managing life and planning and stress and things like this. So um, that also might be a resource. I don't know how much I really mentioned that um, because it's like all these little resources, (laughs) but I'll put a link to that to my Etsy shop in, um, in the episode show notes as well. So there we have it. We have a disclaimer, we have some resources, and we have stress. So let's talk about what the heck do we do. The six-step process that I think you will find helpful actually is an acronym. It walks through S-T-R-E-S-S, stress. How do we handle it? The first step is the S, and that would stand for stressors. (laughs) Don't just... Give into all the emotions that come with stress, but start by identifying what are the actual things or events or situations that stress me out that, you know, every time this pops up, I find myself feeling irritable, feeling stressed, feeling burnt out. Can you predict in advance a season of stress might be coming Um, now for some of us that's the holidays we know there's a lot of stress there maybe some family drama Um, i've already mentioned for myself my husband is a teacher going into the month of may i know in advance i am likely to be dealing with more stress and when we can identify these stressors it's a lot easier i'm not saying it is easy but it is easier to consider ways that we might reduce those stressors. Maybe we can, um, you know, meal prep for a really difficult month that's coming up, make some freezer meals ahead of time. Maybe we can cancel some things on our schedule just to simplify a little bit. Um, Or if we can't necessarily reduce or take away the actual stressors, we can think in advance about how we might approach those stressors in a different way. How can I approach the month of May in a way that will relieve a little bit of that stress? I am not in a season of life where I have really, uh, well, I'll just say I have not taken the time to do the like, make some freezer meals, cancel things on the schedule, think ahead. Um, Could I have done that? Yes, I probably could have, but I didn't. Here we are. It's already May. However... It's the beginning of may and i can approach this month knowing i'm more likely to be stressed out that means for myself i'm more likely to lose my patience more easily um, to not really feel at peace at the end of the day like maybe i typically would and i know i'm gonna need extra time in god's word i want to get some scriptures written down to post around the house so that if i don't have time to sit and rest in his word. I can at least be looking at it, reminding myself of it, thinking about it throughout the day. I know that I'm gonna to need to, um, actually my husband and I are gonna have conversations in advance, like right now, probably tonight, we're gonna to have another one just to kind of map out, like what are all the things that are coming up? Are they on the calendar? Are there ones that we could say no to? You know, Where am I gonna need some extra support from him because he's not gonna be as available? Um, just to talk through some of that, we can take those preparation steps to reduce stress because we have already identified this is going to be a season that is more stressful. So whether that's the day-to-day stressors, you might know like it really pushes my buttons when my kids are purposefully defiant. They look me in the eye while they're breaking the rule. That pushes my buttons. That stresses me out. Or um, you might know if I have a to-do list. I don't get half of it checked off. That stresses me out. Whatever your stressors are, consider how could you reduce them? How could you approach them differently? Think about them differently. And that leads us to the T in our six step acronym here. Stress. The T would stand for our thoughts. Now that you've identified some of those big stressors, evaluate your thoughts or your beliefs about those stressors. You particularly want to be thinking about, uh, there's a fun little pun for you, thinking about your thoughts. Are those thoughts accurate? Are those thoughts helpful? Are they actually true? Um, Because a lot of times our stressors, we start to overanalyze them or we take them personally or we get kind of this all or nothing thinking. Either I'm always stressed out or I'm never stressed out, either this stressor is always going to be a problem or never going to be a problem. And that is rarely true. And so if you can identify what, how am I thinking about this season or this event that is stressing me out? You can challenge those thoughts. You can actually ask yourself questions. Is this thought true? Is it accurate? Is it helpful? And then you can identify true thoughts, better thoughts, more helpful thoughts, that you can redirect your mind in that direction when the stressor pops up. And reading through um, Philippians chapter four, specifically verse eight is probably really helpful here. That's the verse that talks about whatever is, I don't have it right in front of me. So this is not a direct quote, but it's saying basically, whatever is true, whatever is good, whatever is beautiful, these are the things to think about. And especially when you are in a moment or a season of stress, you need to think about things that are true and good and beautiful, things that point you to joy and peace and intimacy with the Lord. Now, I've already mentioned that I'm a very visual person. I do think it's really helpful to write down these replacement thoughts. You know, you might currently be thinking, I'm never gonna be able to change this. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be stressing me out forever. You could write down that better, more helpful, true and beautiful thought that God is in control in this season. God is not surprised by this stressor. It stresses me out, it doesn't stress him out. God is my source of peace. He is the one who will equip me and lead me through this season. Now, those are obviously somewhat generic, true thoughts. There certainly might be some that are more specific to your stressor or your situation. Um, But trust me, there's nothing wrong with those more generic thoughts, broad thoughts about God's character, because they are always true. Turn through the pages of scripture, find some Bible verses that encourage you and write those down. When you find yourself feeling stressed out and thinking these unhelpful negative thoughts, review those truths from scripture or review those truths about this situation or your family or the support that you have so that you can move your thoughts in a more helpful direction. And then we move to the letter R, recreation. Now, I've already mentioned self-care as something we're going to talk about today. This is where that fits in. I don't think we need to only think about it as self-care time. Um, especially when we're in a, an unusually busy season of life, we might get frustrated if we don't think we're taking our self-care time in the way we usually would. Now, again, this is where my free 51 self-care ideas list might be helpful because those are purposefully um, ideas that are quick and easy and either cheap or free. <laughs> like they should be pretty realistic to fit into even a super busy day. Not all 51 ideas, but you know, pick one of the ideas, pop it into your crazy schedule and see if it's helpful. So, that free list, again, that might be helpful. But ultimately, this point is about making sure in this stressful season or stressful moment that you have some recreation, that you have activities that are either on the schedule or you just spontaneously take time for it. It Might mean taking away time from homeschooling, you know, quite getting through the entire lesson today or getting all of your work stuff done, you get the basics done, but maybe you leave some of those other things for tomorrow and taking time for something that will refresh you, relax you, energize you. For some of us, we need this to be one-on-one time. <laughs> We're introverts, we need that alone time to recharge. Um, but hopefully this can also include some recreation with your family, because if you are feeling stressed out, it is a safe bet that your kids and your husband are, and at the very least, they're noticing that for you and maybe worrying about you, stressing about your stress level. But probably all of you are feeling some level of stress it is very rare that one person in the family is struggling with something and nobody else is dealing with the same thing or something similar. And so you really might benefit not only from taking like that own personal self care time, but planning in family activities or date nights, they don't need to be huge, long lasting or expensive things. For some of us, they're just a simple little, let's add this into our routine. Every afternoon, we're going to take a tea time with the kids. Instead of a regular old snack, grab and go, life is busy, we're gonna set a timer for 10 minutes, sit around the table, eat our favorite cookies, and laugh about something, tell stories, or watch something silly on YouTube, or whatever it might be. This does not need to take a lot of time, but we often do need to be more intentional about it when we are feeling stressed. Laughter really is the best medicine sometimes for dealing with a season of stress and the emotions that come up with it. Now we move to the E. So we're going through S T R E S S. The E would stand for electronics. As we are thinking about this six step process to manage stress, to stay calm, to maintain peace in our home, we simply cannot ignore the impact of electronics this would include things, I mean, basically would boil down to reducing screen time. Maybe that's the TV. Maybe that's your computer. Maybe that's tablets. Maybe that's phones. Whatever your electronic use is looking like, it is probably influencing your stress levels. We get sucked into social media, scrolling for hours, ranting, seeing all the vents that are going on. We get sucked into you know, kind of some jealousy for other people's supposedly non-stressful lives. And sure, you might know in your head, logically, that, you know, everyone posts the happy stuff on social media, or it's just a TV show, it's just a movie, I know it's not real life. That logical part of your brain is a little bit less influential during these seasons of stress. Now, we could talk about that a lot more, why that is. why that happens. But the reality is as our emotions go up, which they do when we're stressed out, that baseline level, we, we tend to be a little more easily frustrated, a little more easily to lose our cool with ourselves or our kids or whoever. As our emotions go up, our logic goes down. So I don't care how great your boundaries are typically around social media or how many hours of TV you're watching or how many times a day you're giving the kids the tablet just to get a quick moment of peace whatever that level is for you the current boundaries that you have when you are in a season of stress it's worth cutting back on those electronics now I realize maybe this is a little asterisk I realize like using your blender using the oven these are technically electronics (laughs) those are not the electronics I'm talking about I am specifically talking about screen time and a really simple place to start, especially if you're hearing me talk about this and you're, you're thinking, Nah, Jessica, that's really not that big of an issue for me or for my family. At the very least, track your screen time for a week. Every phone, you know, you can look in your settings or whatever it is. I don't have it right in front of me, but I know you can track and it'll show you in black and white how many minutes during the last day or week or whatever were you on any given app on your phone. You can set a timer um, for television time. It's so easy. You're watching Netflix or Hulu or whatever. You know, they just automatically go to the next episode, automatically recommend another movie. It's so easy to get lost in the screen time. And sometimes we tell ourselves, this is how I'm relaxing. This is my leisure time. I just need a little bit of a break. But the problem with using screen time, especially social media, as our leisure time, is that it very rarely actually refreshes us and recharges us. There is a lot of data out there now about the impact on anxiety and loneliness and depression and other mental health problems. So if you're struggling with stress, you do not need to invite all of that into your home and into your life. It's probably already in your life to some degree. And that's why I'm saying cut back. Whatever is realistic as a first step cut back and it will improve your stress levels so now we get to our final two s's (laughs) steps five and six of this process social life is a really important thing to consider now we talked about recreation and that's more thinking about activities that energize us and refresh us but we need social connection and interactions when we are dealing with stress. Now we need it all the time, but it is particularly powerful when we're stressed out. We need to take time to connect with the people that we love the most. Now hopefully, probably that would include your husband, your kids, maybe your own parents or some best friends, maybe your Bible study group, Certainly within the home, you need to be intentional about connecting with your people. Again, yes, this is always true, but when you're stressed out, it's so easy to fill your time with the to-do list and all the tasks and then to just mentally check out at the end of the day and miss those opportunities to actually connect in a social way, in a relational way with the people that you love the most. Now, I will point out a few additional resources here. We're not going to go deep in this as a topic, um, but sometimes part of our stress is that we're not communicating very well with our husband or we have a lot of conflict with our teenagers or, you know, our kids are driving us crazy. That sometimes is part of the stress. And if that's the case, we're even less likely to intentionally lean into the social connection of those relationships. Um, And so let me just remind you, we do have some resources around that side of relationship strengthening and building. Um, Again, I'll put these links in the show notes at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero seven seven. i I'll make sure to have a link there to our free conflict resolution checklist, as well as our devotional on communication in your marriage. Um, Because if, if, you know, if those things are an issue, you're less likely to lean into those relationships, but you're also more likely to be stressed out. So deal with whatever might need to be dealt with, or maybe just set aside your comfort zone for a little bit and spend time, fun time, quality time, time of connection with the people that you love. And here are a few simple little ways in a stressful season when life is crazy To try to make that happen, Um, give compliments. Maybe this is a season where you really need to up your game on complimenting your husband, complimenting your kids, complimenting yourself. Um, Yes, friend, that matters. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, you are a great mom. Look in the mirror and take a deep breath and say, you are a child of God and you are loved. And sure, you can acknowledge you didn't do everything perfectly today. That does not define you. It is Jesus Christ who defines you. Give yourself compliments. Give your husband compliments. Give your kids compliments. And alongside that, during this season, it might be really helpful to share out loud things you are thankful for. To comment on them out loud to your kids, to your husband, just in front of people. Make an intentional note of these good and beautiful things that are a part of your life. Um, And another little practical tip would be, uh, maybe this is something you track on a calendar to make a little check mark every day, have a real conversation every day, not a conversation about the to-do list or did we get that done or what's coming up in the calendar, not even a conversation about the things that are stressing you out, but a conversation about maybe somebody else or about something going on in the news or about um, a phone call that you had with a friend or time you spent reading the Bible whatever it might be, have a real, like we are connecting conversation every day. That might sound really simple and maybe even silly, but when you're in a moment of stress, you're less likely to do it and it will refresh you. It will calm you to feel like you really are connecting with the people that you care about. And then let's talk about the final S in our six step process for dealing with stress, would be your schedule, my friend. You knew I had to go there. Your schedule is probably stressing you out. It might not be the cause of your stress. It might not be that primary stressor that you're dealing with. But if your schedule is full to the brim, then you don't have any space to deal with the stressors. Overfilling our calendar, being unrealistic about our to-do list, having way too much on our plate. These are all things that really escalate stress in our lives, especially during a season that maybe we can't control. It's going to be stressful. We can look at our schedule, look at the calendar, your work calendar, family calendar, your daily routines, and think about where can I cut back? This is something as my family approaches the month of May and just the craziness of the teacher schedule that my husband's going to have, where we need to consider What are the things on our to-do list, on our calendar, where we can ask for help or hire a babysitter for an evening or just do something a little bit different to try to reduce stress? This is worth considering what absolutely must happen during this season versus what is really nice and really good. But at the end of the day, it's not worth a mental breakdown. It's not worth losing our cool with our kids. It's really helpful every week on your schedule to have some white space for spontaneous things that might come up, for rest, for self-care and recreation. It's really helpful to have family time pre-planned in the schedule. Again, that might be 10 minutes in the afternoon or it might be a full Friday evening activity. It's going to look different for all of us. And absolutely, when you look at your schedule, it needs to include time with the Lord. We often have to be extra intentional about this during a season of stress. We need to stay firm on our daily devotionals and habits. We need to continue to gather with our church family, our Bible studies, things like this. Ultimately, look at your schedule, look at your calendar, put the top priorities on there and everything else is filler and it might not happen during this week or this month or this season that is so stressful. And there we have it, my friends, the six steps. uh, We're going to recap those for all of our benefits. (laughs) The six steps to managing the day-to-day stress, the seasons of stress, is to walk through S-T-R-E-S-S. Identify those stressors, evaluate your thoughts, and replace them with helpful, true, good, beautiful, biblical thoughts. Make time for recreation, cut back on electronics, specifically screen time, be intentional about your social life, your social connections with your people, and be ruthless about your schedule, about what you're saying yes to during this particular season. So I hope that these six steps are helpful for you. Again, you know, usually there's like one big takeaway where you're like, oh, yes, I really need to work on electronics or whatever it might be. Go with that. Do not feel any pressure from me to actually walk through all six steps. If one of them is really hitting home, then that's where you need to sit, my friend. That's where you need to pray. Take it to the Lord. Take it to your family in conversation and lean into whatever is actually realistic and helpful. For you and your family. I've mentioned quite a few resources, um, all the way ranging from my Etsy shop with kind of a variety of things to some devotionals and some free resources. All of those links um are gonna be in the show notes. Loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero seven seven. Um, or you know, if you forget the number, that's fine. Just go to loveyourpeoplewell.com. There's a whole resources page. You can find all of this on there. I'm not trying to hide anything. Um But I hope those resources are helpful for you. And, you know, if you're listening to this episode today and you find yourself thinking about a specific friend who you know, like, man, she is stressed out. Her husband's maybe a teacher in the month of May. Maybe she's a teacher. Like, you know, I have a friend who is just struggling with a stressful season. A great way to encourage them would be to send them a link to this episode so that they too can be encouraged get some practical ideas and tips and tools. Um, It's really easy to send a link. You could send the website link that I've mentioned several times or whatever app you're in. I'm sure up at the top, there's like those three little dots, you know, you can click on it and it'll say copy link and you can just send a text. That might be a great way to encourage, to love others, encourage your friends who you know might be struggling with stress because we all do at some point or another. Now, with all of that in mind, those resources, those six steps, I want to give you a little heads up, maybe a little sneak peek. We are in May of 2022, which is our one year anniversary of the Love Your People Well podcast. And somehow it snuck up on me, probably because I'm in a season of stress. Um, But, you know, I looked at the calendar and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to celebrate this. But I haven't actually really thought through how I want to do that. So this is your little sneak peek. I have looked at the calendar enough to say that we are going to have a super special um, giveaway and probably some special events from uh, basically during the week of May 16th. Okay. So that's, you know, that's what, two weeks away. (laughs) I want it to be on your radar. You do not need to write it in red ink on your calendar or whatever, but I will have a lot more details next week because I want to celebrate with you. God is doing amazing things through this ministry, the fact that you are listening right now is not only a blessing to me, but I trust he's using that as a blessing to you and your family. And one year is a long time to sit behind your mic and talk and actually see growth and change and hope and healing and and strengthening of relationships, all of that. I see that happening for you. I hear from you guys all the time in the Facebook group and um, DMs on Instagram and people reaching out. And that's so encouraging and so wonderful. And so we are gonna celebrate. But I don't quite have all the details because <laughs> life has been stressful. And uh, I was not really looking ahead at the calendar necessarily. So it's coming up. Praise be to God for a year of this podcast. And and um and stay tuned. We'll probably have a little bonus episode next week with like here's the details and some exciting stuff. But uh yep, just a little sneak peek. That is coming the week of the 16th. Yes, there will be some really fun giveaway stuff going on, so you're definitely going to want to check it out because, you know, who doesn't like free stuff? Friends, I like free stuff. So, I'm pretty confident that you also <laughs> like free stuff. That is all I have for today, my friends. So, You know the drill. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. If you haven't left a written review, five stars, hopefully, yeah, go for it. And most importantly, walk away from today knowing that stressful seasons do not last forever and take whatever one little nugget hit home for you and focus there. Take it to the Lord, lean on him, trust in his strength. And until our Friday episode hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.